Um, so all this stuff is like amazing content for in the house mm -hmm. when I would say, Hey, um, you know, if you're on the opposite side, first touch, first line as a lead gen rep, mm -hmm. this information, all the stuff that we've went through is really, really good for your level of confidence, right. Mm -hmm. And knowing what the closers will say behind you, yep. but we'll never get to that point. If you give them that information that Joe and I had just worked <laughs> through, because then they'll feel no value in the sales rep coming out because you've told them everything that they think they mm -hmm. need to know to make the decision. Welcome to the Art of Knocking podcast. My name is Adam Campbell. By my left is co-host Joey Badia. And then to his right, which is also my left, is producer Dom Valari. How are we doing, fellas? Doing Amazing. well. Amazing. Amazing. And shout out to intern Joe. <laughs> Let's go. Joe, Joe D. Joe D. Joe and D. Joe B. What's up, man? Happy Wednesday, y'all. We're halfway through the week. So... Uh, today, Joe, I feel like we haven't leveraged your level of expertise being a subject matter expert in closing in home. So I get really nervous when people call me an expert because I'm like, oh crap. But dude, you've been doing it for seven You're years. You're going to ask me real a question deal, I'm not going to be able to answer. And then <laughs> no, you'll be able to answer it. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to just open it up. Um, and what I want to talk about today is like just a full sales process from introduction all the way through to button up, maybe hit you with some questions on objection handling, just so we can get some solar specific stuff out to the audience today. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would be a good value piece for everybody listening. So when you think about uh, your sales process, right? So it starts with either a warm, a warm lead that the lead generation team, mm -hmm. um, produces or mm -hmm. a self-gen self through knocking on a door yourself mm -hmm. or referral, referral yep. right? So I'm sure there's a little bit of a different process for each. Is that accurate or is it all pretty standard stuff? Um, I think it's all pretty standard. I think it's all pretty standard, but I think the only difference is when it's a lead from the company, like it's already, it's already set for, for sure. you. Yeah. So it's like when, it, when it's a referral or a self-gen, you already have like rapport already yep. built with the person. So it's super warm. Um, so you can, you can in, in essence, cut corners and simplify everything because yeah. there's already social proof. Like their friend is already like, yo, dude, this is awesome. Just talk to Joe. He'll yeah. hook you up, you know, for the lack of a better, better term. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you still follow the same flow because you never want to get to a place where you're so overly confident and like overly comfortable and you like skip things yep. because almost every time it it ha it has a tendency to come bite you back. Where yeah. it's just like, oh crap, I I didn't hit on that one thing, and and now I I'm realizing it because That's they're asking, they're like they'll ask like a question at a left field, and you're like, oh yeah, you I skipped skip that part of my process. Yeah, now and now this could jeopardize everything because For they're sure. confused and they're like, huh, what's going on? Yep. So that doesn't typically happen, but that's why I'm very process oriented. Yeah. Like I'm very like bullet point, milestone, map your flow, hit all the checkpoints. It's like almost like a like a um, a pilot when they're ready to take off. They have like this ridiculous Long checklist. checklist. Yeah. And I even have one post sale where I'm just like, do I have everything to like so 
So it's just, it's wrapped up in a bow, just hand it over and like, it's, it's good to go. That's cool. I've definitely fallen victim to exactly what you're talking yep. about right now, where you have that referral from like one of your favorite customers and you're like, oh dude, they're going to be just as cool, just as chill uh, as the person that you had originally sold. And then mm -hmm. you meet up with them and then you're like, okay, sign here. And they're like, I don't even know what you're here for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've definitely been there um, <laughs> a million times and talking about referrals, um, Self-gen is super important, right? So we were talking yesterday about how we're about to have a record-breaking month and we're pacing a really strong month, mm -hmm. um, but we wanted to crack a certain number. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'll just look through my pipeline and I'll see if I can you know, generate one or two. So I sent out a few text messages yesterday, mm -hmm. some really cool customers, and uh, one of the guys that I installed back in August, um, he was like, yeah, dude, actually... I was just about to send you one of my friend's contact numbers. They're curious about solar. Awesome. And then literally five minutes later, Rondell calls me mm -hmm. after we were talking with him yesterday. And he was like, dude, I just wanted to give you a breakdown on my day. I went to that area that you sent me. I got two self-gen walk-in QDs. And then I went to a second touch appointment that I had um, that I had met with a couple of weeks ago. And they're going to move forward. And it's because of you. I'm like, because of me, like I didn't do anything. I just sent you to an area and the second touch was from a completely different area. So mm -hmm. I didn't do anything. And he was like, no, their friend uh, got installed by you a couple months ago in Barrington in August. And I'm thinking like that customer just a customer in Barrington just texted me like five minutes ago about a referral. I was like, what's the last name? And mm -hmm. he was like, Kraus. And I'm like, Dude, you're you just stole my referral. <laughs> He's like, hey, yeah. thanks, man. I really yeah. appreciate. I was it. like, dude, when you close it, like you owe me steak dinner. Um, but that's the power of getting out on the street and self genning mm -hmm. you know, self genning deals. You put yourself into a good position, um, and like, how can I be mad at him for going out there hustling and getting to that person that was going to be referred to me first? Like, dude, what's fair is fair. Like, go after and get it. So, um, but back to what you know what we were originally talking about when you receive a company lead, right? Mm -hmm. The biggest challenge I would assume is just getting through the door threshold. Yeah, that's that's where it all starts is yeah. the door resistance. So um, it gets tricky when um, like a spouse uh, set the appointment and then the like other spouse opens the door yeah. and they didn't get the memo. Like they're yeah, yeah. like, who are you? Why are you here? I don't think, I don't think we made an appointment type deal. So you just have to, that's the tough one. Um, so you have to just reframe it. You almost have to just put on your lead gen cap yep. and you're like, okay, like they, you know, your spouse, Mary made the appointment. Um, you know, I understand Mary's not here, John, mm. uh, but like, Hey, she, she made the appointment. This was important for her. Um, you know, let me just jot down some quick information information to leave it with you guys. Today's really quick and easy, just questions and answers. Anyhow, is there a table somewhere that we can sit down at? So you, you like that's the, the, the intro, it changes no matter, like it, it always changes, like the, the door resistance, like yeah. you're going to get those appointments where the door opens and they just let you right in yep. and it's like, Hey, this is great. You know, but uh, that's a, a, deal. a lot of the times it's not that, and they're just <laughs> super skeptical. Yep. Like they have cold feet and you just have to make it more chill and comfortable and just explain why. So the intro is always like, hey, like you're you're paying for this anyways. Um, the state has a green energy initiative. They're just trying to hit X amount of power by X date. And, um, you know, if you can benefit from it, 
doesn't cost you anything, saves you money. Um, but I'm not here to look for any yeses or nos or any money or anything sure. like that. It's just, uh, you know, some really simple information. Best place to start is an electric bill. Do you get that in the mail or do you get that online? Boom. Whatever. Multiple any any transition to mm -hmm. get in. Cool. So is there somewhere we can sit down like at the kitchen or the living room, something Always like that? Two Whatever, options. right? Should I take my shoes off? Should I leave them on? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so that's that's the first step is the, is the intro. Really, it's just to get into the house because once yep. you're in the house, you can take your time. You can be more comfortable. You can build some rapport, all that. Yep. And then it's just go, hitting on the why, discovery. Hey, have you looked into solar in the past? Are you familiar um, with, with how it works? How long have you lived here? Oh, oh you looked into it, but it was like, sec, like six, seven years ago. Things have changed yeah, radically. No you know, there's no cost programs, blah, 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 blah. And then so Bill is uh, so intro and then Bill. So I just go right because you, you want to you before you can offer a solution, you need to Find have a problem. A, you need yeah. you need to identify the problem yeah. and you need to just make that problem as as bad as possible For without sure. without seemingly doing it yep. like without making it obvious yeah, yeah. that this is a problem you need to like subtly do that and you're actually really good at at, at breaking the bill down oh, thanks man and uh and and just you know making it make sense for the homeowners yeah um and then yeah and so it just it just follows that the step-by-step -step process the whole way through so and then you jump right into how solar works and then and then the common um, common questions, or or that's what we call objection handling, yep. uh, part of the, the the sales cycle. And uh, ob objections are are funny because if you don't overcome them before they bring them up, um, you're opening a can of worms. Yeah, uh, a lot of times uh, this is where reps skip over things. They don't they don't take the due, the due diligence and like fish out objections because yeah, everyone too quick. Yeah, everyone has like the number one reason they'll move forward with it. And then the number one reason they will never move forward with it under any circumstances. For sure. And if you don't address that simply and, and make it make sense, um, when it comes time to to move forward, they're just going to smack you in the face with it. Yep, and yep. then it might jeopardize everything if yeah. you can't overcome it on the fly right there. Yeah, and I think when you have it baked into your process, uh, that obviously always makes things smoother too, because mm -hmm. that way you can figure out very easily where your process needs some attention, right? Mm -hmm. So I think you have to be calculated with everything from intro to the bill breakdown to questions and answers mm -hmm. um, and hitting them with like, hey, I've been doing this for a little bit. I get pretty much the same questions. So mm -hmm. here's like the three most common ones, mm -hmm. um, you know, most common questions that I get. and after that, they're like, yeah, actually I had that as a question, you know, that I was mm -hmm. about to ask. Mm -hmm. uh, so thanks for addressing that. Mm -hmm. And I always find myself, if I have a good rapport, good connection with the homeowner, I'm like, ah, they don't need me to, they don't need me to answer these questions. Like they're just going to sign. Mm -hmm. And then you go to get, get it signed. And they're like, yeah, but wait, I have a couple questions. And now you're like, damn, I should have never mm -hmm. skipped that part. Mm -hmm. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I've, I've fallen victim to that a million times. So mm -hmm. when you think about, Common objections, common questions, you know, that homeowners get for reasons they don't move solar, don't mm -hmm. move forward with solar. What do you think are like the top two? Um, the top two reasons are um, a lot of people don't like the way that it looks. Yep. Um, and that's that's a tough one because yeah. uh, if it has to be on the front of the house and they're just that aesthetic person where they're just like, oh, my gosh, um, you know, like 
we we would love to go solar, but we just don't want the panels on the on the front of the house type deal. And that's that's tough. That's a very tough one to overcome, especially if you're in like an historic mm -hmm. like kind of neighborhood or very you know upscale neighborhood where people are very particular about the way things yeah. look, like HOAs, yeah, historic areas, yeah, where it's just like their the, what their house looks like yep. means so much to them yeah. that like the thought of something like on their roof is just weird for them. Like they're just like, no, I like everything is particular. So um, that that is one of the tough ones to to overcome. But luckily, the panels have looked much better as they did in the past. A lot of people have this idea in their mind that these are that these ugly, like hulking silver blue, like demons. All over the roof. <laughs> They're just this ugly, yeah. disgusting thing <laughs> on their roof. Um, but the panels now look super nice, as you know, super thin, low profile, you know, black on black. Um, and they just look awesome. We hide the conduit, all that. Um, another one that um, that's tough is um, if we can't generate all of their power, um, sometimes people are just like, oh, you know what? It's, it's not really worth it. Like, like if you can't get to a hundred percent. Yeah. If I can't, if I'm still going to be paying the utility, like what the heck? Like, I don't, I don't want to pay the, I don't want to pay the utility. Like this isn't worth it. Yeah. And, um, that one kind of signals that you didn't really spend enough time, um, kind of digging into it because it's like, Hey, even if you have two bills, they're going to be less than if you just had, had one, one bill from the utility. Yeah. Um, so that's like one of the ones where it's like, hey, you may not have explained it or set the proper expectations Expectation. ahead of time. Yeah. Um, so I used to run into that one a lot when I was a newer rep. And now I just set the expectation that, hey, if we can get 70% of your power with solar, that's a home run. Yep. So the average home still has about 30% of their power coming from the utilities, even when they have solar. Um, if we can get any more more than that, it's a grand slam. And then this way, when you come back and it's 70, it's like high five. Yep. If you come back and it's 75 or 80 or 100, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> this is awesome, yep. you know? So, um, yeah. Cool. So I think what I take from that is just proper expectation setting for the offset stuff in your first visit or very early into your process. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody who one touch closes, you know, mm -hmm. prior to running a design, and uh, in terms of aesthetics, that is always a funny one, right? Yeah. Um, I remember when I, um, before I worked in solar, um, Paul actually, um, he actually set me up for an appointment. So he was in a competition. I was selling cars. Paul was in a competition with a, a large company and he hit me up and he was like, hey, I'm really close to winning this competition. Can you just do me a favor and sit for a same day? And I'm like, sure, that's fine. Like, dude, yeah, I'll do you the favor. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm, I, I'm leaving work. I get home. It's a Friday. He sets me up for a seven o'clock appointment. Guy Greg, I think was his name. He came out um, and he gave me the pitch. I had literally zero intention of even entertaining the idea once Greg was at my house. Mm -hmm. um, and when he came out to my house, I was like, this, that, that's it. Like, I don't pay you anything out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. And then my bill is cheaper. Mm -hmm. And on not unfortunately, I didn't care about the panels being on the front of the house, mm -hmm. but Lauren was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and that was before he got to any price 
any pricing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, any specific pricing. Mm-hmm. And then um, after he hit us with the pricing, Lauren was like, yeah, I think I can get over, you know, the panels being on front of the house. Yeah. Um, if you build enough value yeah, in it, it's, yeah. it just seems like um, either people don't care at all or they care like, like yep. a lot, yep. a lot about like the way it looks. And, and thank God, like the panels look so much, so better, much better now, but still like some people, I mean, we still get that and it's so difficult and I'd level with people. I'm like, Hey, listen, I've been in solar for seven years. Um, I'm biased. I yeah. look at solar panels all, all day, day long. long. Like I drive down a road and I identify every single home on that road, every road, every road I drive by. I know every home that has solar um, because that's just, that's what I do. So I, I totally understand, but like, this is what the panels used to look like. And this is what they look like now. Yeah. So a lot of times just showing them that it's like, oh, okay. Like I, I get it. And then if we're in a situation where we can change the roof and, and essentially like almost color match it yep. where we give a lot of, like most people ask for a black roof cause it blends in with the black panels yep. and it looks nice. Yep. I'm putting um, a black roof on my new house. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. July fifteenth, we'll okay. be signing that deal, you baby. Them solis? Got them solis. You Throw blast them like up space like jam. It's <laughs> 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 uh, so funny. Um, cool. So, um, objection handling. I think for the lead generation side of it, um, you have a couple different acronyms that we use for overcoming some common objections. So, uh, everybody in sales and marketing knows ABC. Uh, you know, always, always be closing. Be closing. <clears throat> we have a little bit of a different spin on ABC. So. Uh, what we use for that is agree, bullet, close. So not always be closing, it's agree, bullet, close. And what the mission and concept behind that is, is to kind of catch the homeowner off guard. Mm-hmm. Because when somebody is like, you know what? Yeah, solar, I don't like the way that it looks. Most people are like, yeah, well, you know, my company, we do black on black panels and they're low profiles. Like, dude, everybody hears the same stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah, It's 2022, it's not 2014. Yep. Everybody's using black on black panels. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I, I completely understand, you know, what you're talking about, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was driving into the neighborhood, I saw some of those big bulky panels. They were like blue and silver mm-hmm. conduit all over the roof. For us, we care about the aesthetics, not as much as you because it is your house, mm-hmm. um, but we definitely want it to look because that's our reputation. Um, so for us, and then we go into the black on black, low profile, mm-hmm. looks like a flat screen TV that's turned off, mm-hmm. just sitting up there. Mm-hmm. But where the magic happens is when somebody is saying like, oh, you know, I don't like the looks, they kind of feel like they already qualified to get them on the roof. They're just saying no. Mm-hmm. So having an opportunity to take away that is super important. It's like, Joe, but I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. I love it. The only reason I'm here is just to get you information to see if you can even qualify for these new programs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're going to be out with Mary around the corner at six o'clock tonight. Do you mm-hmm. want us to swing out before or after? So hitting them with that big agree, regardless of mm-hmm. what the objection is, yep. uh, works magic for being on a door and generating appointments, whether you're a direct sales rep um, or a lead generation rep or somebody who is closing leads. It's if you're out there self-genning, um, hit them with that big agree because they don't expect you to agree with mm-hmm. what the objection is to your product. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that we have is MIMS, and that's super simple. It's just making it make Sense. sense exactly and when we're on doors one of the biggest objections that we get there's three resistance points that we face uh, when we're the first point of contact number one is just a lack of education people have no idea actually what these programs do they heard somebody 10 years ago in their neighborhood got solar and they had a bad experience and mm-hmm. now they think that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. um, so they just have no clue 
two would be skepticism, right? Mm -hmm. You know, they could hear they get all this equipment on their house. It's no cost out of pocket. And mm -hmm. then in return, they save 30, 60%, depending on sunlight. And then the third one would just be fear of change, right? You have people that have been paying their utility company the same way for their whole entire life. Yep. Uh, they don't want to change that. So the ability to make it make sense really comes with the ability of storytelling and mm -hmm. having people understand why these programs exist. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, in 2008, they you know came out with the Renewable Energy Act, the Green Energy Act. And if you remember a few years ago, they started putting those panels on the light pole, uh, the telephone poles, mm -hmm. and they thought that was going to be enough to get them, you know, the renewable energy that the state wanted. Well, we want to be 100 percent by 2050. Um, so we're not even close to that. Mm -hmm. And then if you think about New Jersey, like this is very long winded. This is an explanation for everybody to understand kind of the power of storytelling mm -hmm. um, in New Jersey. We're very densely populated. So there's a lot of protected you know, land. And then wherever there is area that can be built on, it's already being built on. So the next thing that the state was looking at was where can we put huge solar farms? We don't have that kind of area in New Jersey. So mm -hmm. there's really only one place left to put panels, and that's on people's roofs. So um, they knew that they needed to use people's roofs. So the state has done an amazing job of making these programs as easy as possible to say yes to. I'm not telling you that solar is right for you. I don't even know if you qualify. I'm just <laughs> trying to get you the information. So we're going to be out with Mary around the corner tonight at six. You but I might I might not qualify. No, I don't know. Whoa. Every house is different, you know. <laughs> um, I'm more interested now. Yeah, for sure. And, and then, then I think another for, thing. Sorry yeah, to interrupt, go ahead. Adam. Another thing that Joe taught me that slides in, in between those two things is feel felt found. Yep. And let's see if I can recite it for you for the uh, panel looks. Look, I, I understand how you feel. Actually, a lot of your neighbors felt the same way. The panels are blue and bulky and ugly. But now that there's new black on black uh, panels and they're much more sleek, a lot of our neighbors found that they're much more pleasant to look at. Now I know my vocab, my the vernacular. Hey, that's not the, bad for not being <laughs> not in bad, sales, not being in, uh, wow. on, in the field, dude. <laughs> dude, I'll tag you in any day. Uh, when you getting on doors, Dom? <laughs> I got a lot to do over here. So yeah, you do. I'm you a, do have a lot I'm of work hold to down do. over here for a little bit. <laughs> yep, like edi editing my ugly mug. My my dream is that everyone in this building <laughs> has at least knocked for like a complete day. Yeah. Ideally, I'd say a week. A week that would be exciting. Yeah. I would I would go out for a week. Uh, I'd go out for more than a week. Maybe we can work it in some way where art of knocking and me go out and and do something and then maybe i'll carry around your seven thousand dollar camera and film you see the see the problem <laughs> the problem is um like dom you would actually be able to put up numbers and then yeah. if me and adam were behind the computer we would just we would break do nothing it. <laughs> yeah. exactly nothing that would be nothing that would, would be the problem yeah so <laughs> what you're saying is i'm down we're down. <laughs> I'll walk around with the gimbal, dude. I'll film Dom on doors. Let's go. That's easy, um, right? Yeah. And then the last one that I was about to get into was actually what Dom just said. Okay. Uh, feel, felt, found. So he did a lovely job of explaining that right away. Um, so I don't feel like I have to go in depth on that. It's mm -hmm. really just understanding and just a different spin on feel, felt, found. Because I think people can realize what you do if you're very it's, entry level into it. Oh, trite. I know how you feel. Yeah, it's, uh, it's trite. It's like people, I think people, it's been around for so long exactly. that a lot of people have already experienced yep. it. And they like, they kind of know like, yeah, what's like oh, going on. I know what on. you're doing to me. Yeah. I know what you're doing. So for me, it's like, 
Yeah, no, I understand that. I've been doing this for a little bit. That is like the most common concern that people in your neighborhood that I've been working with have been telling me. Mm -hmm. um, and what they have realized over time is that X, Y, Z, you know, whatever mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. on yeah. that objection, it's it. like. That's the that's the the best. I yep. love that you you explain that. It's it's the 2.0, the yep. 3.0. Using feel, felt, found without saying feel, feel felt, felt found. or found. Yep. Exactly. So it's using it in a different way because yeah. it's, it's more subtle. Yep. It's more subtle. It's like some some finance partners that are very large in the industry work with a million different dealers, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously solar is a lucrative industry, so it can attract some of the wrong types of people. And when you're working with uh, large finance partners that work with, you know, probably thousands, tens of thousands of dealers, sometimes they can take the, take the lump on a bad review because a dealer didn't mm -hmm. work through it with integrity. So mm -hmm. I know multiple times um, where I've been in a house closing a deal and they're like, hey, we saw in the paperwork that you're with XYZ finance partner mm -hmm. and the reviews are really, really bad on mm -hmm. that. And I'm like, yeah, I that's know. an objection. That's, that's an a objection. hundred percent an objection. Yeah. And it's like, I'll get, so when I get an objection like that, that I know that mm -hmm. it's typically challenging, mm -hmm. I get excited. I throw on a big smile. I'm like, yes, thank you for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. um, you know, most people don't because they don't do their, do their due diligence on this. So thank you for caring mm -hmm. um, enough to look into it. Mm -hmm. um, the reason that that happens is that this is the largest finance company or one of the largest finance companies in the country. Mm -hmm. So everybody wants to work with them because their product warranties, customer, uh, yep. customer guarantees are just the best in the industry. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, there are some companies out there that don't do right by the customer. And since it's this company's, you know, name on the letterhead, they take the bad reviews because they're working for so many different dealers similar to mine. Mm -hmm. um, but again, thanks for caring about that. What I can tell you is that we're also going to double down on those warranties and our reviews are through the roof. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have like just under a five star on Google. Mm -hmm. um, but the reason as a professional um, that I'm recommending this product to you is because it is the best. Uh, it's the best one that we have in terms of product offering. So I think throwing your energy up and mm -hmm. getting excited about the objection throws people off. Totally. Throws people off. They're like, what yeah. the heck? It's like, why? Like, I why just told you no. Why are we on the same team? Here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So um, I think that that's a super important topic. And I think that's probably the biggest one um, that when you get excited, it kind of throws them back a little bit. That's awesome. Do you know of any other ones? I'm trying to think. What happens if I sell my house and the next homeowner doesn't want it? I love this where I'm just like, yeah, well, then you don't sell them your house. Yes. Yeah. And it's just like, oh. I never thought that was an option. <laughs> I, always, <laughs> but, uh, I always laid it off. Like, like yeah, that, that could yeah, happen. That could happen. I mean, but, uh, you know, are you familiar with Zillow? Yep. You know, so I just, uh, you know, and most people yeah, know Zillow. Zillow. Uh, it's like, cool. Yeah, they did a huge study. They found all homes with solar had a slight increase home value. So mm -hmm. nothing crazy, but 4.1% increase home value um, and a 17% increase speed of sale. So I'm not saying it's a, a huge benefit by any stretch of the imagination, um, but it's it's an some advantage, yeah. um, you know, because a, a lot of homeowners, you know, 20s, 30s, 40s, um, they understand the value and they don't have to. They they see solar and they're like, oh, I don't have to do it. It's already done for yeah. me. And then any real estate agent worth their salt is going to have their old bill and then the newer, lower regulated bill. That's a whole bill. separate conversation. Right? <laughs> so it's like, all right, this is awesome. Yep. You know, and it's yeah. cool because my brother literally bought a home that had solar yep. and my friend was the real estate agent. So I saw from both sides, like how it worked. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it's just everything's covered. It, you know, just transfers right over all the warranties and it's just a cheaper regulated energy bill. And Boom, it was like, simple. all right, Cool. So simple. 
It's guaranteed transfer. Yep. Like it's it's yep. so easy. You sign a paper, they sign a paper. It's all done. You know, but people are like they they'll bring up that worst case scenario mm-hmm. sometimes where it's just like, but what if there's only one buyer? Yep. And they want the house, but they don't want solar. So it's like they would rather pay more. They don't want to pay less. Less. What do you mean? For their energy. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot of times people will bring that up when they're not fully sold on it. Mm-hmm. So it's like if they're not 100% sold on it, they'll project it that like, oh, like maybe I'll, I'm not sure if this is the right thing, but like what if the next homeowner doesn't, feels the same way that I do, you yeah. know, kind of deal. Yep. Yeah, it's true. And it's like um, whenever I deal with that in the house. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, well, you know, what happens if the person that wants to buy my house uh, doesn't want it? I'm like, well, they probably wouldn't have looked at your house. Exactly. So, and it's like, a you know, if you pool. didn't want a house that had an in-ground swimming pool, yep. you're probably not going to look at a house that has an in-ground swimming mm-hmm. pool because that would be a huge project that you're buying a house. You don't want to do it. So totally. in the day and age that we're in, they've probably already taken a 360 virtual reality tour through your house. They've mm-hmm. already seen the outside. So mm-hmm. if they see that it has panels on it, the chances of them actually inquiring to look at your home, slim to none. And mm-hmm. that usually hits home. Um, but I think mm-hmm. either way, you know, with that. Um, and especially if it's an ownership program, it's yep. like you can pay the thing off like day one yep. or year six or year yeah. 10 or whatever. If you apply the, yep. the state funding or yep. the, the tax credit, it's like you're going to be potentially selling a home down the road that has no electric bill. No and electric. everything and is income still. Coming back. Yeah. And getting funding from yeah. the state and you're still under warranty for yep. another 10, 20 years yeah, plus long. years. It's crazy. So it's like. D- you know <laughs> where do you miss yeah that's in, yeah. that's incredible yeah i don't get it it's like every every um every solar salesperson that i've met that owns a house that can qualify for solar has solar on their house because mm. you just get it right it's just a way better alternative it gives you control back over the bill mm-hmm. um so yeah, it's just funny man people people are very very funny with it another common objection um would be people asking questions about like holes in the roof Right. Oh yeah, you're gonna drill like five thousand holes in my roof, yep. and what happens if uh, what happens if I get a leak? Like, are you guys gonna come fix that? Like, that's that's crazy. I mean, you're the subject that matter actually. Yeah. On this. So <laughs> um, uh, essentially, the the way I explain that the solar panels get installed is there's uh, fewer anchor points, and they're all bolted directly into the rafters yep. on the roof. Um, they're triple sealed. It's like military grade sealant. Um, so one in a million, there's an issue. And guess who's responsible? We are. Yep. We'll come and take care of it. Um, so it's not that we don't like you. We literally never want to have to come back. So we take our sweet time during installs and we make sure everything is 100% perfect. Because if there is an issue down the road, you're not going to be happy. We're definitely not going to be happy. So we yep. we make sure everything is 100% perfect. And we've been doing solar for 13 years. We, we only do quality work um, because we just want to make sure you've had a fantastic experience. Absolutely. And ultimately tell everyone about how great of an experience you've had with solar um, because that's how we grow through word of mouth. We just want to grow organically and, you know, just like anything else that you're excited about, just like your your car, your internet, your phone, your your dog, whatever, right? You, you're yeah, really you feel good about, about it. something. You tell people, yep. um, and you know that that's that's the ultimate for us. So we want to make sure you have a fantastic experience. So you you literally tell everyone, for and sure. we just we just keep helping as many people go solar as possible. Yeah, I think people have like the come to Jesus moment when you have to kind of walk them to the place where they understand that <laughs> how their shingles are attached to the roof. Mm-hmm. They have forty thousand holes in their roof already. Mm-hmm. You know, on average. Uh, so people are just funny. It's like 
No, yeah, I totally understand. Mm -hmm. That's one of the biggest concerns, you know, that mm -hmm. I deal with. I've been doing this for six, seven years at this point. So mm -hmm. I've been asked this a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, and what people don't realize is that we're just attaching them right to the rafters and they already have 40,000 holes in the roof already from their shingles from whoever put the roof on. Mm -hmm. uh, the only difference is we're going to put a watertight, you know, seal on there. Mm -hmm. It's guaranteed and mm -hmm. writing that will take care of it. Yeah, it's all warrantied. Yeah. Um, it'll actually keep that, the, the home a little bit cooler. Yep. Um, and it'll uh, give the life, uh, add about four to six years life to the roof because yep. what actually hurts the roof is the UV rays. So, I'm half Irish. You see all the sun damage yeah. I have on my my skin. That's what your roof is like. It gets lighter and lighter and lighter as it gets aged because it 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 just getting beat down by the yep. UV rays from the sun and then the and then the rain and the wind Everything. and the snow, all this yeah. stuff. So the panels actually protect the roof. Yep. Not they don't hurt the roof at all, and it's all under warranty. They actually help the roof. Yeah. I mean, the shingles under the panels are going to last longer. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we live in a four season climate, so we get the extremes of both. We mm -hmm. get really hot and then we get really really cold in the winter time mm -hmm. um, and shingles are made up so I sold I did lead generation for window siding and roofing for about my first five years mm -hmm. uh, so I have some good product knowledge on how shingles are made they're made up of different layers of just granules tar fiberglass paper however you know whatever the quality of the shingle is some mm -hmm. of them now have copper in it to um, for it's like a natural algaecide mm. uh, so you don't get to, like those black streaks and stuff mm. on there but what breaks shingles down is contraction and expansion so uh, direct sunlight is going to make them contract. And then when it gets cooler at nighttime, they they um, they expand in the daytime, contract back mm -hmm. you know, to normal size at nighttime. Mm -hmm. And then in the wintertime, it's the same thing. Um, and that's actually going to break those layers of the shingle up. So when you have a panel over top of it, it's regulating the direct sunlight. It's regulating the snow. It's regulating all mm -hmm. the stuff that beats it up. So 1,000% the shingles underneath the panel will last longer than if they're just exposed to mm -hmm. sunlight all day. It's like armor for their roof. Science, baby. Yeah. Science. 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 <laughs> um, so all this stuff is like amazing content for in the house. Mm -hmm. When I would say, hey, um, you know, if you're on the opposite side, first touch, first line is a lead gen rep. Mm -hmm. This information, all the stuff that we've went through is really, really good for your level of confidence, right? Mm -hmm. And knowing what the closers will say behind you. Yep. But we'll never get to that point if you give them that information that Joe and I had just worked <laughs> through because then they'll feel no value in the sales rep coming out because you've told them everything that they think they mm -hmm. need to know to make the decision. Uh, so one, Very smart. one word of advice would be kiss it, keep it short and simple. Mm -hmm. Um, and just and always then deflect and then it. deflect to the sales mm -hmm. rep. Um, you know, I'm 11 years into, into what we do, six years in solar. Um, and you know, if I go knock doors, it's still, Hey, that sounds like a really good question for the expert that comes out. I don't want to give you any wrong information. Plus I'm still pretty new. Mm -hmm. Um, but I can tell you that we'll be out with Mary at six o'clock tonight. I can have one of them come by, you know, before or after whatever works best for you. Uh, they'll answer your questions and you know, they'll be able to help you out and give you some real information. Uh, so what's better before or after? I love it. <laughs> yeah. So always defer to the salesperson. Um, they're the expert. That's why they're there. And we're, you know, we're there because we're the experts in creating interest and getting them uh, in there. So again, thank you guys for joining us on, on another episode <laughs> Wait, of the Art before, of Knocking Podcast. Before you send them out, um, I, I do want to just say that I feel like there was a million dollars worth of game in this episode. Oh, dude, tons. tons. So, I'm sure the information that we have uh, given has made just our team over millions of dollars <laughs> collectively on those word tracks. So 
a lot of good information. Um, the, the one thing that will separate people that will get to the point of success or not is implementation and trusting a process. Mm -hmm. Um, I would never give bad information. I'm sure Joe would never give bad information. Mm -hmm. Um, it's stuff that we put into play every day of our lives and that we train on. So feel Mm -hmm. free to use it. It definitely works. It's not, it's not a state specific. It's not market specific. It's universal. Mm -hmm. Um, I've used it all across the country. So again, thanks for, thanks for having us in Dom. Thanks for cutting it up. Joe, Joe D thanks for interning. Uh, Joe B thanks for co-hosting. And Adam, thanks for Gracias. hosting. Thanks for being awesome, boys. <laughs> See y'all next week. Later. Let's go.